Hi, and welcome to the Scale with Soul podcast with me, spiritual and business mentor, Annika Burke. And me, business coach and course creator, Carla Biesinger. Every week, we're giving you the full behind the scenes of how we're growing and scaling our businesses with soul. And by that, we're meaning what we're doing in our marketing, how we're building our funnels, what we're doing with our team and how we're hiring in order to really move the business to the next level. And we're doing it in a way that gives us freedom and abundance and most of all has a huge impact on our clients. We hope you love it. Hi. Hi Paul, how are you? I'm really well, thank you. I'm really good. Oh my god. I really can't believe it. It's like yeah. Today's Black Friday as we're recording it. This is going to say the same thing. We're recording it on Black Friday. We're in this pre-Christmas mode, but we just worked out that this is going to probably air in January. So it's quite an interesting time to be recording and reflecting. Yeah. And I literally only have like one week left before I go to Asia. So I'm basically just wrapping up everything, planning a lot of calls for next week. And then that'll be kind of it. So that's pretty cool. Amazing. And a really well-deserved break after a really exciting, expansive year, actually. Yeah. Honestly, didn't feel like that for a lot of it. Mm -hmm. It was kind of crazy. Like I remember being in Thailand last year for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I remember kind of writing out my plan for the year and my goals, etc. And I'll have to actually see if I still have the notes on my phone. But I really think I manifested having a really difficult year. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was just so easy. Last year was so easy. And I was in Thailand. I was like, yeah, I don't feel like challenged. You know, I'm just going to like... Mm-hmm my monthly revenue goal because I feel like I should um, mm. but like I had this the, the project to train the VAs in the low-income countries which we have placed like quite a few I'll have to again look at the list to see how many jobs we created with that which was really cool mm. but then like January so January I was volunteering in Thailand for two weeks and then I was traveling for two weeks And then when, and everything was going really well. And then when I came back in February, things just kind of, that was like the first, like, hmm, it's not working as well anymore. Mm. And then February, my ad manager left the agency and then things just started to go worse and worse and worse. Like March was still good because I launched my passive income accelerator and we had like the biggest launch I've ever had. Um, Mm which was nice and just to have like that cash come in yeah, and not feel like, you know, it's just the ads. It's always just the ads. But then March, yeah, April, May, June, May, June were just the most stressful months this year. Just so much anxiety. Mm. I can't believe that even like seven years in, you still go through periods of these like lows and these like, oh my God, is everything falling apart? Yeah. It's just the mm-hmm. worst feeling going through that, like that financial insecurity. It's mm-hmm. the- and I think that's something 
for anyone that's thinking of becoming an entrepreneur or has recently become an entrepreneur, that's a big learning, isn't it? It's a big, it's something that we, it's something that we kind of have to live with as entrepreneurs in a way is that the rewards can be so huge and the flexibility we get and the creativity we get, but there can be times when it feels a little bit, oh, and that is all part of this role, I guess, isn't it, of being an entrepreneur? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if subconsciously I created this. I mean, I don't know because I know also so many other entrepreneurs have been struggling this year. So I know it's not a me thing. Yes. But I really think I almost felt at the beginning of the year that it's just like, I don't deserve to make money so easily. Okay. Yeah. Like I definitely last year overcame this, you have to work hard for money thing. Okay. And then I was like, oh my God, like I need to like do more. I need to do more like to earn this, you know, I need to either like start more like charity work, which I love. And now I'm like, yeah, I want to make more money so I can give more money because it's definitely not when you're like, oh my God is everything going to fall apart and I have to like fire this person, fire that person and I'm not thinking about like my charity projects that I want to focus mm. on. Yeah. 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 So there was almost like, um, from a mindset point of view, you almost kind of went backwards a little bit in terms of actually this feels way too easy. Like maybe it was because you were reaching the next level and it's like, oh, isn't it supposed to be hard? Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I think I I joined this mastermind, which was the most expensive program I have ever joined to date, yeah. $30,000. Mm. And I just kind of thought it would fix my problem. Mm. You know, I think I made a mistake there because I was like, she will just, you know, fix my business just by like, being in her world and yeah. I'm gonna like reach this next level. And I think this was really a mistake because I think I should have invested in someone where I'm seeing like this is her clear like blueprint, right? I'm going yeah. to learn this proven method or this right. proven yeah. process. Mm. And that has been a big learning curve for me where it's like, yeah, I have really, really amazing people in my network. And at this stage, I would rather invest in like going on a trip and inviting, you know, five other women who are like at my level to like a week together in wherever. Mm, So you could have made your own mastermind in a way. Yeah. Or I would invest more in team Mm. because I think like I've definitely had some, a big restructure of my team this year. And I have since done a little bit of freelance work with certain people who are very good. And it's just like, wow, you know, when you work with good people, like big things can happen. And so I think in the beginning, like I definitely needed the coaching in terms of learning, in terms of mindset, in terms of the community. Now I'm like, 
I actually have a lot of really successful friends, so I don't necessarily need to be paying to be in that room. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I think just to land that point again, I've really, I really agree with you that masterminds do definitely have a place, I think, um, for when you don't have that network and you need people at that next level. And when the coach is going to help you really shift your energy into that next level, Mm. I think sometimes that we can, and this is a reflection I've had this year, is like we can get kind of addicted to spending on our own coaching. Mm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We feel like, oh, because we're making more money now, I should be spending more money Mm -hmm. on coaching. And we get these progressively more expensive um, packages. And um, like you say, sometimes actually spending that money on ads or team could potentially have had a bigger impact so that's really an interesting reflection yeah you know you're so good at strategy yeah and you know like this year I had my my old coach who doesn't work as a coach anymore I've hired her for a couple of like one-off sessions which was really good and I think that's also another thing like once you find someone who is good and who knows your business Mm. and has helped you instead of trying like what it's like with another coach and kind of like being this uncommitted, yeah. <laughs> like let's yeah. see how this one, I actually, you know, when, when I had my, my biggest jump, I was working with that coach. It was over two years in total. Mm. And then she kind of retired and I was like, mm. <laughs> I wish you didn't. <laughs> Everyone has a price. so that was interesting from a investment point of view and I have met some really cool women in this mastermind but content wise I don't think it's like given me what I really needed Mm. so this year though just to look at things on a positive point of view because you have made some really big strategic shifts in your Mm -hmm. business you know from you know, a lower ticket uh, course with a really high ad spend to a much more, uh, a slightly need like a medium ticket program, which is um, more powerful in a way in terms of the transformation it creates for your clients. And you really have been calling in those clients that you like, love. Yeah. Well, how has that felt? And how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, so good. It's just yeah. been really awesome like I really feel every time I get off these calls with my passive income accelerator ladies I just feel like so much love for them first of all and I feel so fulfilled in a way and then you know receiving like their little messages about wins that they're celebrating it's just I definitely feel like way more connected and that was what I was missing last year and so I'm really happy about that and yeah we just continue to attract really really the the right women into the program what i'm learning from now running it for a few rounds is four months is probably just not long enough so we are making it longer next year and it's also going to be more expensive and then we're going to have a self-study version at a lower price so that would be kind of the the funnel I build next year. But I think actively, like I would love to just attract 
three or four women into this program every single month. Yeah. Mm. And it's such an amazing community, you know, like on the calls, there's like so supportive of each other. It's like really that, mm. like that environment, that community that I wanted to create where really? it's women cheering each other on. Yeah. yeah. And that's been really awesome. I'm yeah. so proud of that. Yeah. And it's such an amazing achievement. And I can really like resonate with you about how good that feels when you get off the call and you're like, oh, yes, I love those guys. <laughs> and, <it's so> yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is why I do this. This is why I do this. It's not, we can get so caught up in marketing. Yeah. And yeah. actually it's the delivery that really gives us the, yeah. like, the that hit. Um, so you said at the start of the year has feel hard, felt hard, but actually like, I think, to look at it from this perspective is you've had a huge pivot yeah really in the focus of your business and you have really up leveled the, the the coaching that you're providing definitely like the client that you're attracting and the coaching you're providing and any big pivot like that is always going to be there's always going to be a period of sales dropping off a little bit while we yeah move across yeah so i guess my question for you is now that you have created a program which is more intensive in terms of your own input into it, what are you feeling next about how you want to scale or not? Like, what? how does that feel? Yeah, so for, for me, it definitely, when I work with anyone, when it's a woman or a man, at a closer level, I really give a lot of my energy, right? It's like mm. the calls go on for quite a long time. Uh, I'm not someone who like says, you only can ask your question in 90 seconds and then it's the next yeah. person. So I don't see the passive income become accelerator become like a massive program because I really want to give everyone the time and attention and support they yeah. need, which is why I'm thinking, I want to make it a little bit longer I'm going to increase the price a little bit. It's not going to be like 10K at all, but um, it will go up just because then it's like, okay, we get the women in there who are really showing up. They're really taking action and they're getting all of the support they need. Mm. But it's not something that it's like going to be like scaled to a massive amount. Yeah. Yes. And then because of that, I want to add this self-study version Mm. it's going to be much more scalable and that I still need to actually kind of figure out the the details and everything but that will probably be my focus for next year yeah my Instagram funnel is just back up and running and it's running really well and it's just Mm. so nice because it's just working you know it's just something that works and I know probably between March and June the ads are just not going to work. And that's something where I'm like, yeah, maybe I can just create enough cash January, February, March Mm. that I don't need to even turn the ads on. And I can just be like, screw it. Maybe those months I like go traveling or volunteering or whatever. Yeah. Why why is it though? Do you think that the ads are not performing in that time of year? I just don't know. It's every year the same. Hmm. So for, that's for me, like January, February, amazing. Uh, then like July, August, amazing. Yeah. November, December, usually amazing. So there's like six months of the year where it's going really well. And then there's six months where it's just kind of like lower. 
Do you think that's because other businesses are running ads more at that time? I'm not sure because like who really launches in like May, April, you know? It's like it's not There's even There's a kind of a spring energy there though. Yeah. So I think I'm going to plan like a bigger launch in January mm. and then I'm probably going to plan another bigger launch in May. No, in mm. March. And then maybe just May, April, I'll just do some like tiny things or, you know, maybe push more for the higher ticket one because it's like just need less clients. Exactly. And just to come back to this thread about things being hard or, you know, how things used to feel more easy. Have you thought about how you can make things more easy, for example, with your team and on the delivery side as well, like bringing in co-coaches for example um you know team wise like I have this year has really been all about maximizing profit yeah and just I was spending a lot on just stuff yeah and it was a really good wake-up call and so now having my profitability like more dialed in Mm. uh, my team cost is much lower than it was my ad cost is much lower than it was. So that takes off like a lot of stress. Yeah. Um, I am kind of thinking about, you know, I have like extended my payment plan so that I just know, okay, for the next six months, roughly, this is what I know I'm com- yeah. coming in from payment plans. That's so good, yeah. Um, and that feels really good because then you're just like, yeah, whatever happens, I've already covered my costs. In terms of co-coaches, right now, I actually don't need anyone Mm. else. Yeah. So it's, I feel like this year has been a bit about simplifying. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah. The year has been about simplifying and profit and impact. Yeah. My word of the year was to serve, mm. and I feel like I've been doing that. Next year's word is definitely going to be, I think it, it might be around something like live, because I just want to do so much more in person. Like yeah. every day in my life, I want to have more in-person yeah. connection. Yeah. To come up with a word, but... um. Yeah, it's something around connection or something, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Like, but like real connection, in-person connection. And I think that there has been a real bounce back from that kind of COVID era. Maybe we'll talk about this in the next episode. We're going to talk about industry trends that I think there is a bit of fatigue with online. Yeah, yeah that we can we can already feel and actually to be energetically already being like I'm I'm available to be in person with people yeah because I think people are up for it yeah yeah definitely that will be I think something like that will be my theme for the year I love that I love that 
So just to conclude then, what are your plans for, you're taking the winter to go to Asia, what are your plans for rest, renewal, reflection, so that you can come up with this theme for next year, not just now from your head, but really sort of bring it through? Like, what is your plan for really like coming into that contraction? To be honest, I don't have a plan. (laughs) Well, that's maybe it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my only plan is, so I'm going to be moving, not crazy amount, but I am going to be like, I'm going to Bangkok first. I have two days on my own. I'll be like super jet lag. Then I have the conference for two days and then I'll be on Koh Samui for five days. That's going to be pretty chill. So I've, I've got like a super nice hotel book for two nights and then I'm staying with friends for another three nights. But those two nights on my own, I definitely want to have like time to reflect. Massage. A massage every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> and then I'm going to Taiwan, which will be pretty much traveling. So I don't know. I'll. I'll just be out, you know, and I won't have time to think about work, which for me is often really healthy. Yes. And then I'll have one week in the Philippines where I definitely will have time to reflect, etc. And actually that's well timed because it's almost like sometimes I think our brains just need a complete break from thinking about it because it's really hard when you're an entrepreneur to not think about it every day. And actually to really get completely out of it and just talk to people in a completely different context, just like be out of it, can then just give you that reset. Yeah. It really can. And then when you have your week in the Philippines, it's going to be like, I can't wait to hear what drops in. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is just don't do anything. I think so. Yeah, the sound of that. Hmm? <laughs> because... I really believe that we don't necessarily create ideas in our mind. Ideas are an energy that we can draw in. Mm. And so really it's about creating the the space for the ideas to kind of be drawn down into us. Mm. Yeah. Rather than always trying to pull them down. Do you know what I mean? I need to know this. I need to work this out. I need to work this out. When we kind of surrender Mm. and have that space and we create that in our lives every day, but also for these like rest periods, it's like clarity can come in really fast. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I want to definitely like create more space next year Mm -hmm. this year I was hustling so much and it's not what I like so yeah there needs to be a a bit of balance a better balance I feel like I've I'm definitely working more than I was last year Mm -hmm. I think I've managed quite well with the like you know burnout like I've had a lot of good breaks I've I'm really good at just not looking at my phone on the weekends and stuff like mm. that. So continuing to like work out this balance, but then definitely, you know, like yesterday I did what we talked about last time where I had this call and I just went for a walk mm-hmm. by the river and the sun. It was so yeah. nice. So doing mm. more 
there's always a tendency to create new things. Yeah. And actually what you've done this year is you have created brand new funnels, brand new programs, and a lot of making new things. So that takes a lot of upfront work. You know, you've planted the seeds of a lot of things. You've like nurtured these like little plants. So then it's like now it's like, how can you let those, let your Instagram program, let the PIA just flourish? Yeah. Without feeling like we have to add another program and another program. It's like, what about if we just let these into them? Yeah. And I recently did a an interview and the guy, he was telling me, he once heard this phrase from his mentor who basically said, there's successful people who manage to be bored with what they've created and stay bored are the ones who will become more successful. Mm-hmm. I love that. We do have this tendency of just being like, oh, yeah, everything is working. Why don't we just fuck it all up? <laughs> Definitely have that. Or just like I'm bored now, so I want to create a whole new thing. I want to throw yeah. the whole thing out. Yeah. And I think yeah. as entrepreneurs, we're always going to have that natural tendency. That's why we're entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got to celebrate that, but recognize it actually as it can sometimes push us into those overworking cycles. Yeah. All right. So bring on the boredom again. <laughs> bring on the boredom. Actually, um, I heard this, my, my business coach Rose said something along these lines and she was like, she said, I get these women coming to me and they're like, oh, I've achieved all my goals in my business. You know, what's next? And she's like, you don't need something else in your business. You need a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go get a hobby, a baby, a dog. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, amazing, Carla. I can't wait Thank to you. loop back in after yeah. your trip and really feel into what your word is for next year. Thank you. All right, well done. You've done so well. You've had such an amazing year. Thank you. <laughs> We hope you love this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes for freebies that we're giving away to help you grow your business with soul. And then also, if you want to say hi on Instagram and connect with us or send us any follow-up questions, you can find Annika at Annika Burke underscore and me at Carla Biesinger. Can't wait to see you next time. See you soon.